The Avidea Podcast, brought to you by Express Care with Avidea, with clinics in the Elysian in Cork and Northwood and Tala in Dublin. There's nothing more important than health. Hello and welcome to the Affidea podcast on mindfulness. I'm Al Dunn and today I'm talking to mindfulness and meditation coach Malia Hines. You're very welcome. Firstly, let's look at what exactly is mindfulness. Let's go back to the beginning. Yeah, so mindfulness, I suppose, can be summed up in two words, awareness and presence. And by awareness, I just mean becoming aware of what's going on within our bodies, how we're feeling or what's going on in our heads or even what's going on right in front of us. Maybe you're sitting on your couch now looking out the window, but you could actually be stuck up in your in your head rather than looking at the cars that are actually going past and noticing them. And then there's also presence. So when I say presence, I mean just sitting there in the present moment with what's going on right now. So a lot of the time we're programmed to live our lives on, I would say, cruise control or autopilot. So we're always wondering what's going to happen next or what's after happening previously in the past. And that's where our brains are kind of stuck. We actually very, very rarely, unless we're trained to do it or have that awareness already, just take a breath for 30 seconds and just completely be in the here, in the now, in your environment with the sounds going on around you, how you're feeling, what's actually going on in your head. Um, So mindfulness is basically the awareness that you have of your present moment. Okay, so how do you practice it? How do you how do you do mindfulness, if you like? So I suppose starting off, so people um, get confused between mindfulness and meditation. So mindfulness is the awareness and meditation is the practice of that awareness. So there's many, many different things you can do um, that incorporates more mindfulness into your life. So what I like to do with clients starting off is tell them for just 10 minutes, go into a quiet room, a dark room if possible and just lie on the bed lie on your couch and just feel the support that you're lying on underneath you and take notice of how it feels so for example is it hard is it soft and these things might sound really silly but it'll actually bring you in to what you're doing right now rather than being stuck up in your head and when you get do- good at doing the physical things like feeling and touching then you can start to bring it in into your body and just ask yourself a simple question. Well, how do I feel right now? Maybe you realize you're hungry or maybe you realize that you need to go to the bathroom. But that mightn't have happened all day because you are running from A to B without taking notice of how you're actually feeling on the inside. And then when the physical practice gets better, you can take notice of what's actually going on in your head. Maybe you've been feeling down all week and you've no idea why. But if you sat for at least five or 10 minutes, maybe there's a script going on in your head. Maybe you had a fight last week with someone and it's still playing in the back of your mind. But because you're so busy running about, you actually haven't taken any notice. Are some people more aware of this than others? Yeah. So I would say some people. So I suppose from a young age, I've been meditating since I was 17. Um, and that's because my mom was quite spiritual. She does angel card readings, etc. So I was always very, I suppose, in that world. And um, so I would always have been very aware. So it, it was easier for me to get into the practice. But a lot of people that I know um, personally um, have find it very hard because our minds are programmed to keep going. So it, they find it very hard to actually stop 
for a couple of seconds. So if mindfulness is getting into the practice of knowing what's going on in your mind, if you already know that, why do you need to do it? You need to almost train your brain because even even now, even I've been doing mindfulness for 12 years, but sometimes I realize I might be upset about something and I might be, or I had a fight with someone, you know, I might be playing that situation over and over and over in my head. But the time it takes me to realize that that I'm actually getting caught up in my thoughts is very little compared to someone who has never meditated or is not aware. They could be thinking about that situation all day and missing out on what's happening now. Whereas if it happens to me because I practice it, it might take me 10 minutes to realize, okay, Emilia, you're getting caught up in your thoughts. You're still worrying about something that is the past. So so what are the benefits then to mindfulness? So I suppose um, different people have different benefits. So if you're working in a corporate world, um, mindfulness can really, I suppose, improve your productivity. So an example of this, so you might have 10 tasks um, on your desk, 10 sticky notes say, on your desk, and you're getting stressed out because they all need to meet a deadline. But And you're, you're thinking, oh, okay, I have to do, say, number 10 now by five o'clock. I have to do number six uh, now in a couple of minutes. And you could be worrying about those 10 tasks for five or six minutes. But instead of focusing on the task that you're sitting, that's right in front of you on your computer right now, you're actually worrying about what's going to happen what, or has to be done later on in the evening. So you're taking that productivity away. Um, and it can also help, I suppose, about um, worrying. So again, if we're in bed at night, and I always use this as a great example, if we're in bed at night and you are in, you're lying in bed and you're running through all the stuff you have to do tomorrow. So for example, if you've kids or if you've deadlines in work or anything like that, what you're doing is that you're actually taking time away from what's going on right now. So what do you need right now? You need to go to sleep. And I know that might sound, it's, I know that can be very hard to do, but if you get into the routine of being in that present moment, again, sleep meditations is another one. You'll actually be able to, get your sleep, get what you need, and then be more productive the next day. So is it fair to say mindfulness then is being aware of what where you are and what you're doing at that particular moment in time? That's it. Yeah, it's very much about connecting to the present moment. And are there different ways to practice it? Yeah, there's many ways. So for example, you can do it, like I said earlier on, go into a dark room, play some music, you can do a guided meditation. It's what I, I help people with a lot. But I also give them benefit or tools, I suppose, to do meditation on the go. So, for example, if you have to drive to work in the morning and you're in the car and you're getting angry at everyone because they're uh, driving slow or you're but, hitting all the red Malaya, lights. That, that's just driving, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. But um, I suppose, you know, you're getting stressed out and you're already stressed out before you get to work. Mm-hmm. So you can do mindful driving. So what I tell people to practice is this, is that, when you're in traffic and instead of giving out about the person in front of you because they're slow or whatever or they're not moving fast enough, just take notice of the color of their car. Take notice of their license plate. Um, take notice of, I suppose, if you have a minute and you're stopping traffic, just look around you. Just take notice of what's happening right now. And also, every time you get to a red light, instead of shouting that it's red, just take a deep breath. And it, it might be only a deep breath for a second, but if you hit three red lights, that's three deep breaths you're after taking before your workday has even started. Um, also, another one is um, mindful walking, which I like to do a lot in the evening. 
Um, so I, I know, and I used to do it previously, is when you finish work straight away, you might, right, I'm getting out, right? You get out, but you put your headphones in. And all of a sudden, you're probably listening to music and you might be enjoying it, but you have no idea what's going on around you. Or you could be staring into your phone. And so you're just, you're, you're being taken away from what's happening right now. Um, and you'll realize, I suppose, what I've realized with my own practice, that your observation skills get much better. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you are out walking, you might have had a sore knee for ages, but not taken any notice of it because it's a little niggle. Because you've been listening to your headphones or what every time you go out for a walk. But if you actually just walk and feel your feet on the floor, you might be like, and you can feel your legs and your muscles moving. You might realize, oh, okay, this is actually really painful. Maybe I should go get this looked at. You know, it's something small, but it's it's something a lot of the times we don't take notice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suppose for athletes and stuff, uh, mindful running is a great thing to practice because you know it it is your mind that gives off. It's not really your body most of the time. Um, so if you are listening to music and you're getting caught up in your thoughts, and you're like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. If you actually just run, try and run without music. Take notice of your breath your movements, you know, what's around you. It can really get you through the run much, much better. Can you give us some tips on on how to begin our mindfulness journey? Yeah, no problem. So what I would do, um, because a lot of, some people are, you know, some people suffer from anxiety or ADHD and stuff. So they find it very hard to actually sit down for five or 10 minutes. To the people that can sit down, start with five minutes, a couple of breaths. Or in your workplace, when you're walking around, every time you go from a sitting to standing position, just take notice of that position. It's something small. But have you ever gotten out? I, I don't know. Maybe you do it yourself. I do it. I know I lost. I don't realize when I get up and sit down sometimes. Well, you do it automatically, don't you? <laughs> you do. Yeah. But these are just small ways of getting things started. Mm-hmm. And also a lot of people who are working on computers all the time, obviously your main focus is the screen. So what I like to do is I like to put a sticky note on the corner of my screen that says, be here now. So every time I look at that sticky note, I take a deep breath. And for that minute, I'm in the present moment. Mm-hmm. And these things will obviously build and build and build up um, over time as you practice it. So th- they're just very small things. Um, and again, a lot of people I know have smartwatches or alarms on their phone. If you set a reminder every hour for one minute, 30 seconds just to take a deep breath ask yourself how you feel um and then continue with your day and and this is something i presume you can do just for a short period of every every day and it's going to be it's going to be a benefit to you five or ten minutes every day is uh, is more than enough but obviously the more you practice the better it gets for hmm. you and the more time you'll naturally be able to do and you actually might start enjoying it rather than saying oh now I have to be mindful for 10 minutes, you know? <laughs> okay. Uh, that was uh, that was brilliant. I think we've uh, we've learned a lot. They were very informative and very useful. Mindfulness and meditation coach, Malia Hines, thank you for your time today. That was the Affidea podcast. We'll see you next time. The Affidea podcast, brought to you by Express Care with Affidea, with clinics in the Elysian in Cork and Northwood and Tala in Dublin. There's nothing more important than health.